0: On the DK Steelers podcast, I'm Chris Carter, your host here with my friend and co-host Dale Lolly, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Um, I know Steelers fans, you're probably thinking it's not that happy because the Steelers aren't playing the Ravens. Uh, we got the news um, early on uh, on Wednesday that the the game has been postponed um, to Sunday, and of course that's because more Ravens have tested positive. Um, and Dale, it's not that big of a surprise, but you know, a lot of people are concerned or disappointed and it, it just, it just caused an uproar all across the NFL world. world Cause this was Steelers Ravens on Thursday night football on Thanksgiving. And now you're talking about it being some other time.
1: Yeah. And this would have been the first time that uh, the Steelers had hosted a Thanksgiving game. Mm. Um, you know, so they were fired up about it. They brought out the color rush uniforms. I understand. Uh, they're probably still going to wear those on Sunday. Um, but you know, they're upset because the players themselves are upset about this because they would have been off Friday through next Wednesday in terms of having to go on the practice field. So, um, you know, they're a little ticked off about that. But at the same time, uh, I don't understand the fan uproar about this because if the Ravens are still having positive tests. Did you really want the Ravens to come to Pittsburgh and play with guys who had potentially tested or were going to test positive maybe Thursday, maybe Friday, uh, and expose the Steelers to that going into their next game next week against Washington. I don't think so. Right. Uh, you know, and, and this, this garbage about having a team forfeit, uh, come on, there hasn't been, we talked about right. this before. There's never been a forfeit in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if they have to start forfeiting games, now you add the week 18 to the equation. Yep. And in that instance, if that happens, now the Steelers don't get a buy in the playoffs if they get the number one seed because the league has already said, hey, one of the things that we could potentially do here to make up for lost revenue is add an eighth playoff team, which means nobody gets a buy. Is that really what you want, Steeler fans? Really? Really?
0: And on top of that, the reason they're doing that is because they're trying to keep the salary cap from cratering as much as possible. Steelers fans, you should be really concerned about that because they still got to sign T.J. Watt. Bud Dupree's probably gone. Juju might be gone. James Conner's probably gone. Like, there's so many things that they got to consider right now. And if if, if games have to be forfeited and that becomes the standard, you're going to make that even lower and lower and lower. And Steelers fans, you want this team to stay together. They've got a heck of a nucleus right now. That's why they're undefeated.
1: Yeah, it, it the whole thing um look it, it it is about safety, it's about getting this thing under control, it's about the virus. You want to be mad at something, be mad at the virus. Yeah, uh, That is what's forced this whole thing um you know, maybe soon we'll have uh, you know, a vaccine for this. Uh we seem to be getting closer and closer to that. Uh but we don't have one right now. And again, um you know, if the shoe was on the other foot, if it were the Steelers who were testing positive this week, the Steeler fans would have been screaming for this game to be moved to Sunday. There's not mm-hmm. a doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think where I hear Steelers fans is that now this is twice that other people's, other teams' COVID issues have inconvenienced the team. And you, you Has saw- it affected them. Has it has not affected any? I mean, and, and it's going to be what Mike Tomlin said. We do not care. That is their response to this, and that's how they should be. And if anything, I think Steelers fans should look at this as a situation where the Steelers are going to use this as more resolve moving forward that you can throw whatever you want at us. This virus can, can, can wreck everything. And guess what? They're still going to show up on Sunday and they're still going to beat somebody, whoever's in front of them. I I think this is just further showing, especially the young players like Chase Claypool and Alex Highsmith and, and, you know, all the guys that are learning what it means to be part of a a winning team in, in this organization. They're they're seeing the perfect example of all the wrenches being thrown in every bit of, confidence that you have but you still have to maintain your focus and do your job
1: absolutely and and, and it goes to the leadership uh you know in that locker room that they're able they've been able to navigate this you know I, i've seen uh, some some different comments on 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 some different sites around the league well if the steelers go undefeated uh this season has an asterisk on it anyways why would it have an asterisk on
0: it? <laughs> if anything, fact,
1: be- right. <laughs> if if anything, it's more difficult mm-hmm. to go unbeaten in this season. Last week or two weeks ago against the Bengals, Ben Roethlisberger didn't practice all week because he was on the COVID list. Exactly. You know this. This has not been your typical season. So to get through this season with uh, to this point with a ten and zero record is is remarkable you you know they haven't stumbled they haven't lost their focus uh despite all the things that have happened to them this will be their third game this season that has been moved yeah think about that yeah that's three games you're you're doing your prep you're doing you're doing your prep work they put in prep work for that titans game the first time around Mm -hmm. and then had it canceled on a thursday they put in prep work for this game that was supposed to be played on uh today and then had the game move back on them. So they've spent time working and, and getting ready for these games. And then, you know, they have them either moved or moved back or, or, you know, not occurring that weekend. That's not a good situation, but they've they've found a way to get through it all.
0: And I, again, I think that this just builds with the team, you know. It make up it's Fitzpatrick, Terrell Edmonds, TJ Watt, Devin Bush, who's not even, he's not, he's not, you know, he's not playing right now. But they're all these are all guys that look to be future pillars of the defense moving forward and, and guys that you think could be, you know, major stealers that carry over into the next generation, whenever, whenever Ben Roethlisberger uh has has to retire. Um I I look I look at this and I say, man, this is an uh this is an opportunity for the, for those guys to learn what that standard is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, you're you're being a professional here. You're you're paid to to play this game. And part of being a professional is being ready and light on your feet, as Mike Tomlin often says, uh, to be able to to be ready for any situation. And this is something that's beyond their control. Um, But they've they've handled these situations in the past. Uh, This isn't doing the Ravens any favors, folks. Right. Uh, These players that are going on the covid list aren't going to be available to them on Sunday. They wouldn't be available Thursday. They're not going to be available on Sunday. And oh, by the way, the Ravens got to come back now and play the following Thursday night against the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Yeah, this shortens up their week uh, for next week. So um this will be and interesting. And they're not gonna have
1: those players back. Those right. players won't be back.
0: Right. It's about, yeah, anyone that tests positive, you know, the close contacts, different story. That might, you know, those guys will be back, but those but Mark Ingram, JK Dobbins, they're gone for two weeks. Calais so. Campbell
1: is now going on the list, both of their centers yeah. going on the yeah. list. I mean they're 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 in a de- they're in a bad spot right now because of the virus.
0: Yeah, it's 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 rough. Um, and again, the whole point of this is to protect everyone, even beyond just the Steelers. The Ravens got to contain this themselves. If they don't know who has it right now, and then everyone travels, and then they, they spread it to more of their team, then it wipes out more of their guys, and it rests and it, it makes things worse for them and their families and all the safety that goes into that. So this was this was the right move by the NFL to do this. I understand some people who might be frustrated by it, but. Get over it. We got to We, we got to look at this. And and I'm frustrated by it. I had a whole plan for how I was going to do you know Thanksgiving with my family, and you know Dale was probably was thinking the same way. Like you know we we as sports journalists you you make plans to cover things differently during the holidays, and now this happens, and you got to adjust everything. And so you know part of it is like, well at least you get that off, but now you got to work Sunday when you didn't plan to. You know, there's there's different things you have to take into consideration. But, hey, that's what we're doing right now in the middle of the pandemic. Everyone's got to make sacrifices. Everyone has to figure out the best way to manage it. This is just another step of the way, and it's a step in the way of making sure people stay safe while doing their job. So there's that. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. We'll be talking about how the Steelers are undefeated, what it means, and the s- historical relevance, significance, and all the background behind that right after this break. DK Steelers podcast I'm your host Chris Carter here with my friend and co-host Dale Lolly. Dale got to talk about how the fact that the Steelers are 10-0 we've heard a thousand times they hadn't been 7-0 8-0 9-0 whatever it was Um, and now they're here at 10-0 and there's a lot of uh, you know there's there there are not a lot but there's a group of of teams that have gone 10-0 and the history of that and what those teams have led to you did a bunch of research wrote about that earlier in the week wanted to get some more insight on you just from you just as far as, you know, what, what is it you, what usually happens to teams that go through the path the Steelers are on right now?
1: Well, first of all, I mean, when you look at this situation, the Steelers are 10 and 0, uh, but that guarantees them nothing because you have the, uh, the, the, the chiefs at nine and one uh, nipping right. at their heels the entire season. So, you know, for the Steelers uh, they have to keep winning here because, Only one team gets a bye this year unless the NFL has to start postponing games and adds week 18 uh, or, you know, just decides to to cancel some games and adds eight teams to the playoffs. And if that happens, then nobody gets a bye. So for the Steelers right now, getting that that one bye in the playoffs would be big. And, you know, I think that uh, when you start looking back at the history of this, since the since the league went to a an eight division format back in 2001. There've been uh, twelve instances now where a team has had three or fewer losses and didn't get the number one seed in in their conference. And you know, the number one seed in the conference is a huge deal this year because that's the only one that gets to buy. Uh, the Steelers, for example, in two thousand seventeen, didn't get to buy despite going thirteen and three because of the Jesse James game. Yep. Um, you know, the 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 Patriots uh, finished thirteen and three. The Steelers finished 13-3, and three, but the Patriots had the tiebreaker because of that game. And what that did that season was had things, had the Steelers had the bye, uh, it would have sent uh, the, the Jaguars and Titans would have played in week one. Uh, let's assume that the, the Jaguars win. Then the, uh, or uh, I'm sorry, the, the uh, Jaguars would have gone to New England in week two of the playoffs in a divisional round. The Steelers would have faced the Titans in Mm -hmm. the divisional round Mm because the Titans, the Titans uh, won their game can assume the Steelers probably beat the Titans that year. The Titans were not a good football team. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe Jacksonville goes up there and stuns new England or at the very least beats them up, uh, you know, because that was a a physical football game. And then, and then the Patriots have to come to, uh, to, to, to Pittsburgh had they finished uh, ahead of them or if Jesse James catch was considered a catch at that time. Um, In 2015, The Panthers went, or the Cardinals went 13 and three in the NFC. Didn't get the number one seed because the Panthers finished 15 and one. In 2011, the Saints went 13 and three. They were the three seed in the playoffs that year. Wow. Because The 49ers went 13 and three and the Packers went 15 and one. Sheesh. You know, if you go back to 2009, the Chargers at 13 and three didn't get the number one seed. That went to the Colts at 14 and two. Uh, In 2007, of course, the Patriots were 16-0. That meant that the Colts at 13-3 did not have the number one seed. Uh, Over in the NFC that year, the Cowboys and Packers both finished 13-3. So, again, a 13-3 team didn't get the number one seed. In 2006, the Chargers went 14-2. The Ravens went 13-3. Ravens didn't get the number one seed. Same thing in 2005. You had the Broncos at 13-3. The Colts at 14-2 they wow. get the number 1 seed. In 2004, the Steelers go 15 and 1 that mm-hmm. edges out the Patriots at 14 and 2. Um, you know, so uh in uh, 2003, you had the Chiefs at 13 and 3, the Patriots at 14 and 2, and the same things in 2001 with the Bears of all teams going 13 and 3 and the Rams going 14 and 2. So the Steelers really need to keep winning here. Yeah. They can't just rest on their laurels. Win as many games as you possibly can because it's a big difference in the, in the playoffs this year. If we go into this thing as currently constituted, where only one team gets that by that buy is is hugely important this year, that that getting that number one seed is massive. You can, you can say, well, home field advantage doesn't matter this year, but certainly being the team that doesn't have to play an extra game that does matter.
0: And I still think it does matter. You you add the fact that the team doesn't have to travel. They're in their own place. Less considerations about COVID. They're like, you know what? Every you know teams every team got to go through us and got to go through our our house. Um even if fans aren't there, I think that still plays a bit of significance. Um you know, and, and and again with COVID, you know, you know we're we're looking, we're talking about months down the line. Who knows what other states are going to be like? You know, Pennsylvania is shutting their things down for outside, but you know, if Kansas City's different, you know, who's to say that things aren't different over there uh, when when that comes around? And maybe we're they actually have- talking
1: about something that's going to happen in January, Chris, mm-hmm. at the end of January, and by the end of January, uh, we could have you know who knows how many fans back in stadiums around True. the country if if we start like Ohio. Is going to start with uh, vaccinations, uh, you know, with the, with, I guess, early next month, mm-hmm. um, you know. So there are areas that that are going to uh, to to start trying these vaccines out, and you know, once that starts to happen, or maybe that maybe this thing, you know, burns its way out here. There's this latest uh, little surge, and by you know, in two months from now, we're back to where they're allowing. Let's even if it's fifteen thousand fans in the stadium. That's better than the 2,500 that the the state is going to start allowing uh, starting uh, with Sunday's uh, Steelers game.
0: Certainly, that would be uh, that would be uh, that would be ideal. That'd be wonderful if we're talking about, you know, after the holidays and the numbers have died down and people are making responsible decisions, wearing masks and we're all doing the right things and the numbers are going away. And that would lead to hopefully, you know people being able to go out a little bit more, be responsible, you know, enjoy the small businesses that have been just taking a beating across our country, uh, just with the financial issues that have come with this situation. And then of course for the sports, you know, and because part of small part of what small businesses sometimes depend upon is the fact that sports happen. A lot of those bars, those restaurants, they, they get more business when there's sports going on, even if it's takeout food, you know, a lot of people like to order wings for for a big game. And if there's a big game going on uh, and and sports are still happening, it it can help everyone else. So um, I agree with you that, you know, this thing could change a lot, but again, it's, it's, you know, who knows what the situation will be in January, but the Steelers without a doubt, Will be in a better position if they keep winning and they lock out, they lock onto this one seed. Um, And something I think you and I have talked about: the Chiefs have some some interesting matchups coming up very soon. They got to play the Buccaneers. Um, They've they've got they've got they've got some things, some games on their hands where it's not guaranteed that they're going to just walk their way to 15 and one right now. Just like it's not guaranteed for the Steelers to walk to 16 and 0. Um, So this this is going to be a very interesting race down the stretch here.
1: It It is. And, and, you know, I think the Steelers have obviously put themselves in a good position. They're the team that everybody is chasing and uh, they have to keep winning to make sure that that happens.
0: Absolutely. Dale, thanks so much. We're going to take one more quick break. When we come back, it's don't get me started. What got me started? Find out after this. To the DK Steelers podcast. I'm Chris Carter, and you're listening to Don't Get Me Started. Don't get me started on the every little bit of shade I see getting thrown at the Steelers from ESPN. This don't get this don't get me started. Uh, The rant segment of the DK Steelers podcast. I'm Chris Carter. So, I mean, I could just do a Don't Get Me Started on the fact that I'm doing a Don't Get Me Started because, as you all know, if you've listened to the show, the day before the game or the last show before a game, I do a Showtime segment. I was planning on doing a Showtime segment for this this game because the game's Thursday. This is going to be your Thursday morning podcast. You could listen to it all through Thanksgiving. If you wanted to get away from the relatives and just listen to the football talk, I had you. It was good to go. Then this all happened. But, you know, hey, we roll with the punches. We do what we got to do. Uh, that's what we do in the sports coverage industry. But what I wanted to t- touch on, and it's something so minor, it's something so small that no one will ever notice it, But or if you do notice it, you're like, I'm crazy for thinking that, right? Yeah, I'm crazy. But I don't think you are if you saw this. Now, and again, this is something that you aren't paying attention to, but as I'm sitting here and I'm backing up Dale and I'm making sure everyone, you know, we're we're going through the updates. When the news breaks that the game is about to be postponed, um, you know we're we were we were actually gonna record early uh, and, and knock out the podcast then, um, but you know that couldn't happen uh, because of all this. So, um, so I'm sitting there uh, and I have ESPN on in the background while I'm waiting for all this stuff to process. You know, also got the pit basketball game later on Wednesday night. And as I'm going through all that and I'm seeing everything, I'm watching ESPN's breaking news update and they got Ryan Clark on. Um, But I just, I, I see I see this and Ryan Clark's talking about it and they're just talking about him, talking to him about, you know, what does this do for the Steelers and the Ravens game? You know, and, but it wasn't anything Ryan Clark said. He's a former Steeler and, you know, he, he balances that of trying to not be a homer for the Steelers and trying to also... You know, but also pay respect to his boys and his and his favorite coach in Mike Tomlin. But it was the highlights that they accompanied with it. I'm watching this, and there were like four plays that they showed of the Steelers the last Steelers Ravens game. And uh, and they're going with Ryan Clark as he's explaining what's happening there. The first play is Lamar Jackson throwing a bomb to Devin Duvernay down the middle of the field. And I'm like, cool, that was a big play. All right, cool. You know, just noticing the highlights. And then they show. Um, then they show Chase Claypool getting stripped of the football. He fumbles. The Ravens recover. And it's like, okay. Then the next play is J.K. Dobbins running for like 17 yards. Just runs, you know, just a, kind of like just a little run that he got down the sideline. A good run, but, you know, it was just a, it was just a run. And, and then then the next play they show Lamar Jackson throwing to the end zone, and it's a touchdown. And then the highlights stop, and I'm like, but well, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. That was your highlight clip of a game that the Steelers won when they were on the road? The Ravens run a bye week? There were four first turn, four turnovers in that game by the Steelers. They intercepted Lamar Jackson. There was a pick six in the game. A rookie Alex Highsmith skied up to get an interception. I had I gotta be crazy. Bud Dupree forced a fumble that they recovered. Am I nuts here? And I'm just sitting here like, okay, that don't mean nothing. But then I'm like, but wait a minute, why, But why would you? Why would in any way that be your cut up of the team that won, that clearly won the game? That's undefeated. That's the number one seed in the AFC right now. They're controlling everything. They've got the number one defense in the league, the number four offense in the league. What? What, what is? What is with this? What? Why can't the Steelers just get their flowers? Why can't they just get their respect from from, from national media? Even again, in little things like this. This wasn't a segment where someone dissed them. This was a. This was the the highlight reel that they chose to play for this game, and I I just I didn't get it. And again, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm looking way too much into this and saying, Chris, it's just highlights on ESPN. And yes, it doesn't matter. The Steelers aren't going to see that. It's not going to stop them from winning any games this year. But the Steelers won this game 28-24. to Again, on the road. They outplayed the Ravens You know when it came when it came down to it most. Yes, the Ravens rushed for 265 yards, and they crushed the Steelers in that aspect. But Ben Roethlisberger tossed two touchdowns. Chase Claypool had one. Eric Ebron had one. Robert Blaine had a pick six. Alex Highsmith had an interception. I mean, sheesh. What do the Steelers got to do to get you know any little bit of respect out there? And Again, this is the smallest things that that you see here. You know, it, it leads me to understand. Okay, I, I now I get why they do it with, in the bigger in the bigger ways, and you know when you see the. The, the you know the, the the Steelers not get more play on NFL Live and how every week for the past 2 months they've been just been saying no they're phonies no they're phonies no they're phonies they're not real so what if they're 4 and no they're 5 and no they're 6 and no they're 7 and no they're 8 and no they're 9 and no they're 10 and no forget it ah, they're, they're phonies you'll see when they play the Titans oh okay they beat them you'll see when they play the Ra- oh they beat them you'll see when they play the Ravens oh they beat them Okay, you'll see it when they play one of these trap games. No, they didn't lose that either. Okay, well, you'll see when they play the Ravens a second time, but we got to give the Ravens more time to prepare for it because they got COVID, the Steelers don't, and we know how that goes. And I guarantee you, if the Steelers do beat the Ravens again, they'll have swept the Ravens with the reigning NFL MVP in Lamar Jackson. All sorts of excuses we made about the Ravens. People will still say, ah, they're phonies. I don't believe in them. Wait till they beat the Chiefs, then talk to me. And one of, one of three things will happen in these playoffs, because the Steelers are in the playoffs. They're going. The Steelers will beat the Chiefs, and they'll make excuses about it and say it was a fluke. And that Patrick Mahomes is still the best player in the NFL, which, I mean, you could say he is, but that the Steelers shouldn't have won that game. They got away with it. They'll lose to the Chiefs, and they'll say, see, we told you they stink. They never were good in the first place. Ha, 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 ha. Or they never play the Chiefs, because either A, something happens to the Steelers and, you know, it's the NFL. Any any given Sunday, anything can happen. Or B, this, you know, or guess, I guess this is four things. The Steelers lose before they can play this, the Chiefs. Or the Chiefs lose before they can, before they can play the Steelers. Either way, the, I don't think there's a situation where it's ever going to come around where people are going to say, you know what, this was just a great team this year. Even if they go 19-0 in the Super Bowl, I, I'm starting to be convinced that that will not, they will still say that this is the worst 19-0 team of all time. Get, get it? Just they're the only, yeah, okay. I just, what do you got, what do they got to do? I made a joke about this earlier in the season, but, you know, I I made when the Steelers go 19, you know, heck, they might go 20, you know, if they do this, this, this playoff plan where they add another round and they make eight teams, they make everybody play each other, they'll say they go 20, you know, they'll say at the end of the season, "Uh, Steelers, I don't know, man, they might not have been able to beat the 85 Bears, the 72 Dolphins, the 2000 whatever Patriots, the 78 Steelers, they can't beat the 78 Steelers. And you can always say you know the Steelers they had they had one of the easier schedules in the NFL they didn't have to play themselves they're gonna find everything man I'm just I'm tired of it I just so, so, so can someone at least admit that okay we were we were downplaying the Steelers we were wrong we should we shouldn't you know we we, we had our biases those are you know that that affected us that's what that that's what that was and uh, we gotta pay homage to these guys. Mike Tomlin deserves his respect, Ben Roethlisberger deserves his respect, the entire defense deserves their respect, Keith Butler deserves his respect, and Steelers fans, if this offense stays in the top four, that means you gotta do it too about Randy Featner, but I digress. Um, it's just, it's odd to me, I, I and and it's it's the smallest of things. The smallest of things, like, you know, the Steelers. When the Steelers beat the Ravens the last time, again, it was Steelers Ravens. It was on the road. It came down to literally the last play of the game. And the Steelers were, are undefeated and it knocked the Ravens and everyone was like, oh. And, and the next day uh, on on all the NFL shows, on Fox Sports 1 with Skip and Shannon, on First Take with uh, Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith, on NFL Live, on NFL rerun everyone was kind of like, okay, yeah, that happened, but we still think the Ravens are better than Steelers. And on what planet do you live on? <sighs> it's a rant. It's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful for... I get to maybe drink some alcohol with my Thanksgiving dinner now because I don't got to cover the Steelers afterwards. This has been the Don't Get Me Started rant segment of the DK Steelers podcast. That, that's what got me started. Um, thanks for listening to the DK Steelers podcast. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Hope you have a great day. We'll be back in your ears tomorrow. Uh, get, guess you getting you ready now uh, for the game again. Again. Talk to you then.